When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Craig Ellingson, sports editor at the Edmonton Journal, and this is the Oilers Road Report for November 10th, 2014. With me on the phone from Nashville is Joanne Ireland, uh, the Journal's hockey beat writer. Hi, Joanne. Hello, Craig. Well, last time we talked, we were heading into the game against Buffalo on Friday, and here we are Monday after the weekend, and we have two straight wins, one over Buffalo and one over the New York Rangers yesterday. And now we're heading into the final game of the road trip against Nashville, a team they've already lost to once this year, but they're going into the game against the Predators on this win streak. And, and points to, you know, if they can continue this trend that they've developed um, here Starting in Buffalo, they, they have, you know, the poise to, to turn this into a pretty decent road trip. I don't think when they left Edmonton without Taylor Hall and without Andrew Ferentz and with some of the teams sort of they had up on the schedule, I'm not sure that most of us would predicted that they'd be sort of, you know, 500 going into their final game. You know, the orders obviously were on that uh, the four-game swoon there, you know, including the first two games of this road trip. But it's not to say the orders have played you know, poorly throughout, you know, their losses and whatnot. There have been signs that, you know, they they have improved their game, you know, particularly when you compare it to last year. Um, so, you know, in a game like yesterday, you know, we were talking before we, went, we d- recorded this, you know, is it a case of whether, you know, the Oilers are, you know, were they, were they really playing that well or were the Rangers really playing that poorly yesterday? Well, I think, you know, there's a couple things I think we have to sort of address here. And, you know, first of all, they go into Buffalo, they beat Buffalo. Now, that was kind of a a game that they were damned if they did and the damned if they didn't. They win it and it gets, you know, sort of brushed aside while it's on Buffalo. You know, had they lost that game, it would have been, oh my, you know, they've lost to Buffalo. It's, you know, the the sky has truly fallen. And then, you know, to follow it up, I think, you know, they go into New York and, and follow that up with, you know, as you said, I would hazard a guess that that's not the best game the New York Rangers have played so far this season. But conversely, um, the Oilers went in there and, and and finished the game. I mean, they were up going into the third. They closed the game out. And full value to that, like, I mean, I don't think you can discount that. Yes, it was only, you know, 2-1 for the longest stretch of time. But this is a team that hasn't traditionally been able to sort of close out games. And, and they played sort of a smart um they didn't deter from the game plan, which is something that they've shown starting to show, and say starting, I use that <laughs> with the emphasis on starting to show signs of that. So, you know, after the game, I mean, Henrik Lundqvist, who was spectacular, I mean, I, I'm sure everyone has, if anyone hasn't seen
seen it yet, you should go back and look at the video of the save he made on Justin Schultz, which, you know, again, could have turned the, the momentum of the game more heavily in Edmonton's favor. So, you know, Lundqvist himself said after the game that he was a little um, surprised at how hard Edmonton came at them and, and just they were relentless. And, you know, I think, you know, maybe that sums it up best is that, um, you know, they did keep attacking. And if, if they can sort of continue that through these next few games, then we'll get a better sense of where they really are this season. Now you keyed in your, on your story today, the game story off the Oilers went over the Rangers, on Ryan Nugent Hopkins, who clearly mm-hmm. was you know the Oilers' best player, the catalyst for the win. Yeah, he was, and he sort of, I mean, I think we could all sort of agree that he's sort of really been a different player this season, and he really stepped into the spotlight last night. Um, it didn't hurt that um, his linemate Benoit Pouliot was playing his first game back in New York and was a, a tad bit more inspired. I mean, that was pretty evident with his play, but Nugent Hopkins has been a different player right from the get-go, and I mean, a big, big part of that is him coming into training camp healthy. He had a full off-season to train. He wasn't sort of dealing with post-surgery um, issues from his shoulder, and it's, you know, he just seemed to be stronger and stronger, and you know, he's playing with confidence. He's, you know, even post-game and pre-game, he's you know, off the ice, he's almost as confident as he is on. So it'd be interesting to see if he sort of peaks here at some point or if it continues to sort of trend upward with him. Now, Victor Faust was in net last night uh, against mm-hmm. the Rangers, and he also played against the Buffalo Sabres. And mm-hmm. he is he has looked, uh, you know, it was his first two games back after being injured, and uh, he's looked fairly solid in net for the Oilers. Yeah, he certainly has. He's been... Um, there was one point last night in the third period that the um, Rangers didn't have a shot, I think, about, you know, it was about nine minutes left in the period before they even got a shot on net. And that can be dangerous for a goaltender. You can sort of get lulled into submission there. And, and uh, Victor was full value at that point. Like he escaping me now who, who uh, took the shot on him. But he was jumped on it then, and then they finished with, seven shots before the end of the period so he was fairly active at the end but yeah no he's been he's been good and it's it's, I mean that's as we've all addressed in our previous podcast about the goaltending here it was sort of a question mark going into the season and this is sort of erasing I guess a little bit of the doubt um be interesting to see what happens with Scrivens when he comes back if he sort of answers the bell now that um Foss has thrown down the gauntlet like we already said, Nashville's next on the plate for the Oilers. What do the Oilers need to do to have a realistic shot at matching the Predators and trying to come out with that third win on this road trip? Yeah, well, this is definitely going to be a little bit of a different challenge from, um, you know, Nashville's on a heck of a roll right now. They're coming into this game. They just This is their first game back since they opened a six-game road trip, which coincidentally started in Edmonton back in October, so... Um, and they handedly beat the Edmonton Oilers in Rexall Place. It was 4-1, and the Oilers really didn't show much in that game. So, again, we keep dropping these measuring stick references, but this is another game to sort of test the exactly how much progress the Oilers have made because Nashville's going to play probably a much tougher game than, than uh, New York did, and they're on home ice. Now, they also have to contend with that whole, it, I forget what the numbers are, they're staggering for teams that have been on long, long road trips and come home 
um, trying to win that first game at home. But other than that, Nashville's a, a much different team. They tend to attack more than they have in the past, so, you know, that might play into Edmonton's favor. But, you know, the Oilers will have to sort of stick to it, and um, they'll need performances like they got against New York from players like Nugent Hopkins and Pouliot. And, and um, you know, they need some secondary scoring here as well because it's still going to be another week or two before Taylor Hall is back on the ice. Okay, well, thanks, Joanne. We'll uh, we'll let you go, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing how the Oilers do tomorrow. You bet. Okay, thanks.